0: hello 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 drama listeners this is dylan with a quick message before we get on to our phenomenal episode today with the one and only leanna hunt you've probably seen her on tour in mamma mia or maybe even wicked she was catherine and newsies on broadway of course she's starring in back to the future the musical right now with our pal casey likes we had so much fun with leanna we could have continued to talk forever and ever We get into so many wonderful stories about her experiences on the road, booking this show, being besties with Shayna Taub, marrying Larkin Bogan. And of course, we even get into some little Bachelor Nation chat at the end, which anytime, you know, we get into Bachelor Nation, it's always fun. So enjoy this episode. And of course, if you love us and you want to support us, please consider joining our Patreon, where we are delivering bonus episodes, close friends, Instagram story content and we might even have some surprises coming up for our big annual anniversary that comes around in November. So, thank you to everyone for listening. And let's get on with the show. Press play, curtain of an hour in. It's time to take in the shade and tea to spill. Ooh, Ooh drama. drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book who got an on? They option no oh, I'm not well. What, what star will, will we talk, talk to today? today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no, no more. more. drama drama Drama. welcome to drama a podcast that covers theater pop culture love and life i'm connor mcdowell and i am dylan mcdowell connor i have real drama to share with you (laughs) tonight. okay that's good because as i was doing the intro i I had the giggles for some reason i don't know why
1: oh my god um
0: So we'll balance each other out here with this real drama and my odd giggle fit, but please go on. There is nothing better than having the giggles. It makes everyone around (laughs) you happier too, I think. The best is when you, well, the best and worst is when you're in an environment where you're truly supposed Uh to be quiet and you can't laugh. It almost makes the thing you're laughing at even funnier, but Oh, definitely. Tell me Definitely. what what this real drama is. Okay, so we have a lot of listeners in Ohio, as you know, that's where we're from. And I live in Columbus. And maybe our guest has toured through Columbus before, so maybe we'll have to talk about it. But there's real drama here. Our flagship gay bars, Union and Access, it has recently been revealed that they are owned, which I think a lot of people knew they were owned by like a group, like a restaurant group. But it turns out that the actual owners are these Republican donors who have been donating money to like very viciously conservative, anti-LGBTQ candidates and causes. And so basically they're profiting off of the queers taking the money and then donating it to things that are taking away our rights. It's very upsetting and it, oh it honestly it feels like like a villain storyline from like a movie or something. They're truly like upcharging door prices to see drag shows and they've they've changed the entire menu, they've changed like the way that the environment is in general. And I had heard like last fall that they were changing it to be ally bars. It was just like queers are welcome there but we have so such limited spaces to begin with. And these are institutions here in Columbus. So it's very disappointing that this has all happened. And it all came about when they unceremoniously fired one of the managers who then was like a whistleblower and posted the receipts of the donations and all this stuff online. This is so fucked up. I know. I'm pissed. I hate this so much. What do we do? Well, I guess we can go to district West in Columbus instead, but still that doesn't like solve the union and access problem, which as you said, are the landmark lgbtQ plus bars I mean those were the first gay bars and clubs we went to as as youth yes. over 20 bars plus. that anyone yeah well of course for anyone who you know knows Nina West from drag race that those were her home bars I think that my biggest fear is that people will boycott those venues and then they won't make money and then they will have to close down I think that what we need to do is put pressure on the owners maybe try and get them to make sizable donations to good causes, or hopefully they'll like hear all the noise and they'll just sell them to actual ally or queer identifying owners. But it's very upsetting. If you're in Columbus, if you know anything about this, check out the Columbus Dispatch article, check out the Union and Access comment section on the posts that they did trying to justify the donations, which is very strange. It's certainly something that our community should come together to figure out but that's what we're good at. You know, Stonewall was the start of a huge revolution. And now the union and access boom will happen. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, Dylan, I'm glad you're bringing attention to this because that's right. I'm an ambassador. You are an ambassador (laughs) and it's your local bars too. So you you want everything, everyone to succeed and have places where they can go and feel safe and have fun. Which is, you know, how I feel about going to the theater in general. I know. I know. So that's why we're lucky to have spaces like that. And That's why I'm excited we have this podcast and this outlet to talk about theater, specifically talk with incredible guests, one of whom is in a Broadway show right now. Yes. (laughs) A positive, fun, summer blockbuster smash of a musical. Yes. Which brand new on Broadway. I can't believe we haven't seen it yet. Well, I know. that's because I've been waiting to see it when you're in town with me. I know. It would feel wrong to go without you. TBD when I return. But when we do, I'll be excited to see our guest today, who I'm going to read you in all about her and Connor I realized I checked through my old playbook collection we saw her in newsies Mm -hmm. love Uh Love. we'll get into it all yeah our guest today is a bona fide Broadway star you can currently go Back to the Winter Garden Theater to see her shine as Lorraine Baines in the original Broadway cast of Back to the Future, the musical. She is no stranger to the Winter Garden, having previously starred as Sophie in Mamma Mia on Broadway, having debuted in that role on the tour beforehand. New York City audiences... And Connor and I will also know her from her time as Catherine plummer Ne Pulitzer in Newsies on Broadway. Spoiler alert, she also toured the nation as Nessa Rose in Wicked and Margot in Bright Star, as well as appeared in the world's premiere of the Delaware's Prada musical in Chicago. Regionally, she recreated the role of Jesse Randolph in Clint Black's new musical, Looking for Christmas at the Old Globe. She was in the Muni's centennial production of Meet Me in St. Louis, Rose and Noel Coward's Private Lives at the Riverside Theater. She's a UCB girly and is part of the group Shiz Broadway Meets Sketch Comedy. Television fans will recognize this gorgeous gal from HBO's The Undoing and Ghosts of Christmas always on Hallmark. Our guest is everything please welcome to drama liana Liana
1: oh my gosh hi thank you for that lovely introduction
0: welcome to drama how are you are you well
1: oh my gosh i am well i'm well i'm in the middle of an eight show week over at back to the future i'm so happy to be here talking to the two of you i'm well are you both well
0: oh First of all, I'm so excited that all is good. Yeah, I'm I'm well. Aside from the drama that I mentioned at the beginning, yes. all is well otherwise. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Same. I love fall in New York, so I'm excited that it. Well, once this heat wave, passes, I mean,
1: it's literally 95 degrees, but it, any day oh now. Oh my gosh,
0: Dylan, there's nothing Dylan, worse than that back sweat. Oh my god. Oh, I had back sweat. I had under boob sweat
1: everywhere. I, oh my god. <laughs> I have knee sweat currently back of my knees
0: <laughs> when you sit down on a seat and you stick to the chair yeah. or whatever it is yeah it me
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god well hopefully fall arrives soon because it's such a brief it's the shortest season I know <laughs> and the best
1: season in New York frankly uh-huh. yeah. oh my
0: god it yes it's truly like I feel like Meg Ryan in the Upper West Side when it's fall oh, you know oh it's so
1: romantic so witchy it's so wonderful
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. oh I love how it how long have you lived in New York uh, approximately one million years <laughs> um no I went to NYU actually and so I have lived here since drum roll the fall of 2005 oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh
0: wow I've been here
1: forever I know now where you
0: did you stay there during the global pandemic quarantine shutdown scenario
1: No, um, we took a brief hiatus, my husband and I. We were here for the very beginning, and then we actually drove south and lived with his family in Charleston, South Carolina for a few months. It's kind of cool. Then we packed up the car and we drove up north to Vermont, where I'm from, and lived with my family for a few months, and then made our epic return. I think, September 2020. Oh, wow. Okay,
0: okay so you took a little summer yeah. summer vacation. I love that you were equal opportunity with each we set of in-laws. Were. You know, you must
1: be. You must uh, no be. No one got know. jealous then. Now, I yeah. did watch
0: <laughs> Southern Charm on Bravo, which takes place in Charleston, and they were uh-huh. up and rear during 2020 anyway, so I feel like that might have been kind of fun.
1: <laughs> it was not fun because we were coming from <laughs> the darkest place on Earth this, at the scariest moment yeah. in time. In our lifetimes. And we arrived, you know, masks on. Oh. We were hunkered down, ready to quarantine. And everyone was like, hey, y'all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on out. <laughs> we were like, no, you don't understand. It's coming here, too. Yeah. So it was a little weird transition. But once we settled, it was great and beautiful oh my gosh we were you know by the water and very lucky to be with family so
0: that's amazing that's nice wait so 2005 i'm trying to think what that broadway season was when you were oh that was gosh. probably like jersey boys maybe color purple the first time around
1: like when was little women i
0: think that was around then. i think spam a lot there
1: the first time yeah oh
0: when you were at nyu i know that you weren't like encouraged to audition when you were at nyu right right is that that what i've heard okay yes would you sneak away and see matinees or anything during the during the week
1: oh yeah we saw shows all the time um (laughs) all the time all of our friends um i do remember seeing sweet charity oh fun yeah we applegate production yes of course um (laughs) the applegate um,
0: iconic
1: yeah Dembois. i think i saw Mm -hmm. Dembois.
0: oh oh you saw Dembois. yeah
1: yeah gosh my wow. brain because Christina
0: like fell into the pit or something like that
1: oh gosh is that what happened
0: yes it oh. broke her foot or something oh, like that oh my yeah, gosh and then, yeah and then Charlotte Dembois stepped in truly
1: wild it was a wild time to be in New York in general and and be a kid in in New York City
0: you grew up in Vermont right
1: I did yeah
0: okay that's every time I hear Vermont I think of in scandal so they always talk about like jam in Vermont you know <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, that's so They funny. did.
0: Was it jam in Vermont? That
1: sounds right. That sounds, yeah. that sounds right. Maple syrup. Was that your
0: upbringing, Liana? Um,
1: Pretty much. <laughs> no, I, I'm from a small town, Morrisville, Vermont. Yeah, not a lot of theater people in my, you know, immediate vicinity. We lived across from a farm. Wow. I, I have made maple syrup in my lifetime.
0: <laughs> Is that where you tap the tree?
1: yes oh yes okay just tap 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 for some yep sap into maple sugar lots of snow lots of winter sports you know within vermont i found my theater community as a kid which was helpful for someone who wasn't really into the outdoors of it all so much
0: yeah I guess we're on that topic. So we should jump right into your Ring of Keys moment. Well, we borrow the term from the musical Mm -hmm. Fun Home because we like to think of this moment as an impactful, powerful moment of recognition when perhaps you were participating in an artistic experience or just watching something or consuming it. And this light switch went off when you realized, oh my God, I love this so much. I need to be a part of it. Do you feel like you had a Ring of Keys moment, whether it be in the maple nah. syrup making tree <laughs> moments in Vermont or even <laughs> as recently as last year?
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. yes! Yeah, so many of those moments along the way, honestly. And whenever I get asked, you know, when I knew that I wanted to do this, I always have a hard time answering because for me, it really does go back as far as I can remember. For uh, Kind of against all the odds, no one in my family is in the arts at all. Like I said, I'm from a really small town, not a lot of theater people. So I think, you know, when I when I think back for me it definitely started probably with Disney movie musicals. Yes, of course. Fell in love with all the the princesses, you know, performed Belle in my house, a little basket of books, did Ariel in the neighbor's pool. <laughs> but then I was really lucky my mom had lived in New York for a time in her life and and so she She always loved the city and loved the arts and theater, so she took me to see my first Broadway show, Beauty and the Beast, when I was a little girl, and that obviously blew my mind. But then also, the ones that really stick out for me are Les Mis. I remember the first time I saw Les Mis on Broadway and just absolutely fell in love with Eponine on my own that was a big ring of keys moment for me i was like i i wanted to transport myself onto the stage and and be her and then also i vividly remember seeing the production of you're a good man charlie brown starring Kristen chenoweth anthony rapp roger bart of course and that show i just loved it so much i fell in love with christian chenoweth and that mm. song philosophy
0: of course of
1: course that was that was definitely a big moment for me i i came back to our middle school and was like we're gonna uh, to all my friends i was like we're gonna put on you're a good man charlie brown the drama of it all was i was a brunette and my best friend was a blonde Mm. and so i of course cast myself as sally and her as lucy which she became wise to within a matter of time Uh (laughs) (laughs) needless to say the production didn't end up happening but um (sighs) I just drama. I know drama, drama, I know. But it just I fell in love with it. I loved that cast recording. It was so many little moments along the way for me. I remember I saw Annie Get Your Gun with Bernadette Peters. And then it was that that was the moment. And and then um being a part of community theater, I did a production of Gypsy. I just felt I is still one of my favorite musicals of all time. Oh yeah wanted to be Louise and love the score. So yeah, so many moments along the way, really. That's so
0: special. Yeah, it sounds really like you're a true lover of the theater.
1: Oh, yes, I really am. It's <laughs> it's funny, though, you know, because growing up where I did, like I said, I was kind of I felt like the only one at my school in my hometown. So I sort of had this limited access and knowledge where I I saw what I saw. And then I loved it. But I didn't Know everything, you know. So I mm-hmm. once I found a theater community within Vermont, well, actually one of my best friends was Shayna Taub, is um Oh. yes we met doing a production of annie when we were i was eight she was like six years old and she she was amazing to me for so many reasons but she had all this knowledge about the world of theater and musicals and she kind of like guided me along the way and was like you have to go to this theater camp stage door manor oh
0: there it is <laughs> yes. i've, heard of, that one. I've yes. heard of
1: that one so of course i was like mom And so I will say when I got to Stage Door Manor, I felt again a little out of place because I was like, whoa, okay, everyone is so far ahead of me. I only know like the things I know because I saw them and have access to them. But it was sort of a crash course knowledge. And I really felt like I started to find my people and I understood like, oh, there's more there's more of me out there.
0: <laughs> That's so cute. We were just talking to Dana Steingold yes, about Stage Door. Do I you know, know. Dana?
1: Yes. I, I yeah. met Dana at Stage Door and we both went to NYU. Oh, oh my, my God. Goodness. Of course.
0: Of course. Oh yeah. my God.
1: Yeah, a year or two ahead of me at NYU, but I, oh my gosh, she was an icon at Stage Door and at NYU. Oh yeah. And we were all sort of in a friend group from Stage Door. Me and and Shayna and Dana and Skyler, Aston and ah. Jeff Ward, our friend. It was just like there was such a big community that had done the transition from Stage Door to NYU. So that was really fun to show up at NYU with that community.
0: I'm sure it helps. It helps. You know, it's such a big school and in competitive city. And- you
1: know, like mm-hmm. I always knew I wanted to go to school in New York City, but it was still a huge transition from Vermont. So having that group you know, welcome week yeah. was such a, <laughs> such a relief. God, I feel, I'm
0: feeling this like these like back to school jitters. Oh right my God, me talking. too. I can, like, <laughs> we're talking about fall and like, I can like picture, you know, you all arriving on campus just like a, going to like an involvement fair. Oh,
1: <laughs> absolutely. A slight chill in the air, just stumbling uh-huh. around Union Square, truly lost.
0: Yes. <laughs> now, so, okay. Cause it's like the, the campus sort of surrounds that park.
1: Yeah, Washington Square Park. Washington Square
0: Park. (laughs) Dylan goes, that "that park. park." That (laughs) little (laughs) grassy knoll. I lived in New York for like most of my 20s, but yet there's certain things that just have left my consciousness. Oh, I understand. Well, me
1: too, and I'm still here. Yeah. (laughs) I'm
0: like, yeah, that park. (laughs) That park, uh uh-huh. Yes. (laughs) That's so funny. So at NYU, did you get to play any fun roles? Like what was that experience like for you?
1: Oh my gosh! So I was in Cap Twenty One, um, as was Dana. Is that still a thing? No. Well, it's migrated. I think it's a part of Malloy College now. Oh, okay. And there's a new musical theater studio within NYU that I think is called the Broadway Studio. Oh. You know, rightly so. Yeah. Easy um, to remember. <laughs> yeah, sure. Broadway. So I went to Cap Twenty One, and I I got to play Catherine in Pippin, Ugh. actually opposite my husband oh my Larkin God. Bogan. And then actually the, oh my the next year we were um, Bobby and Hope and you're in town at Cap 21.
0: Wait, were you guys? Okay. I need some like context here. <laughs> so were the two of you a thing back then? No. Or did you fall in love while, you know, singing about well, the privileged yearning here's
1: what's funny we so we played opposite each other twice we had classes together but we never dated in school we never had a thing we were with other people in the shows with us we had we were dating other people in the cast
0: showman says
1: yeah and never dated in school and then after uh we both graduated I was on tour with Mama Mia and I was on like a one week little hiatus from the tour and we were both single at the time and we reconnected oh. and started dating long distance and we're long distance for like two and a half years and we've been together ever since. I think it's like 13 years now. Oh my
0: God, congrats. That's Thanks. no small feat. Wait, did he always have that gorgeous mop of hair?
1: Yes. <laughs> and And it's still gorgeous, but you really should have seen it then. He was just really letting it grow uh-huh. he also did hair on broadway and they just encouraged him to let it get as big as possible <laughs> i'm telling you it was literally like
0: <laughs> was he in like the <laughs> starshine cast like the 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 second round that went do you uh, yes with yes. Annalie and all yes okay. but, I thought so. and
1: then he did the tour as well and then came back to broadway with their like summer of love right. you know tour.
0: when they went to the saint yeah. james right they like came back to yes. the saint james you guys doing you in town at this point mm-hmm. in college it was, it was new at the time. That was like freshly just probably oh, closed yeah. on Broadway. And then you guys oh, got to do it. Yeah.
1: And I was obsessed. I mean, we all were. I was so excited. I oh, mean, it's so brilliant. Yeah, brilliant.
0: Going back, because I, I realized we glazed over Beauty and the Beast for a second. Oh, sure. That was also Connor and I's first Broadway musical. <gasps> oh. But we didn't see it until this like the month it closed. We saw Annalise Vanderpoel from That's oh, a Raven. wow. It. Do you remember who your bell was?
1: I, you know, I don't. And I have the playbill somewhere because I've kept every playbill I've ever, you know.
0: You're acquired. a true theater kid, Leanne. I truly
1: I, I have like, you know, plastic containers under my current bed and my childhood bed just with stacks of playbills. <laughs> which
0: relatable. Yeah.
1: And I do I remember I went through them all while I was home in the pandemic while my mom was like, You gotta clear some of this yeah. out. I can't remember. I have to find it and find out. But I did discover so many hidden gems like I was like, oh, my gosh, I saw this person in this show who I now know or is now like a huge Broadway star. But I saw them in the ensemble. There were so many wonderful moments like that. That's so cool. Well, that's so
0: funny. It's like you mentioned that, like, I didn't realize that we had seen you in Newsies, you know, back when Connor. I I know. Were you the the closing Catherine?
1: Yes. Yes, I was.
0: And it was the best cast, though. I mean, I remember just feeling so lucky. You Aww. and Corey oh you Con, and me both. I mean the yeah. whole crew.
1: Yeah. I just loved that experience so much. Yeah, I loved every bit of it. It was truly a dream. It's crazy
0: too. I remember like being outside afterwards. And I mean it was a fully sold-out show. Like the, the show was doing so well. You know, there's there's a part of me that's yeah. like oh, Disney really uh they wanted to end on a high with that one because I feel like it could have kept running. I think running.
1: so. I think so. It was it was very bittersweet. I remember when we got the word that we were closing, like at half hour before a show, and we were truly, truly kind of shocked. It was definitely bittersweet because we were like, but 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 mm-hmm. look, you know. But then that's what was meant to be, I guess. And then they launched a tour that was great. So I'm just I'm really grateful for the time I had. You know, I I was in it for a year understudying Carol Lindsay. And then I took over for her and got to do like the last six months of the run. So that was, it was really great and really special.
0: And that fandom, I mean, it's rare Ah. to see, you know, maybe, maybe Beetlejuice is the closest example to something since that, that I can think of, but the fansies, my God.
1: The fansies. I mean, yeah, we were lucky
0: it's the young yeah. fans that are just I mean, fanatic is right. the word. I mean, they just live and breathe it and it's so informative for their, you know, it, it's their community, I think that like it's their stage totally. door, you know, they find totally. friendships and they can share that love and I'm it's so lucky that we have like social media and stuff that they can connect on it. but
1: well, yeah, it's so different. I always think back to when I was a theater kid, and the access that, you know, kids have to Broadway now is completely different. Like, you know, if if Newsies um, had been running on Broadway when I was a kid and we had the access that kids do now, I mean, I would have been at the seizure as much as possible <laughs> as well. That would have been me. That's adorable.
0: <laughs> now, going back, you mentioned Mamma Mia. So you all, you toured Mama Mia, and then that was your Broadway debut, right? Playing yeah. Sophie? Yeah. I love that show.
1: I love that show, too. Oh, oh my God. There was like a... a period of time after I left because I did the tour for a year and a half and then I did Broadway for a year and a half and there was definitely a chunk of time when I left the show that I was like I can never listen to ABBA again (laughs) but oh man that has that has uh, passed and now I just truly anytime ABBA comes on I'm like oh my gosh I love it I love the show the every cast that I was a part of there was like a family it was just such a a special introduction to this industry that you know it was my first time really working as a professional and i was like yeah oh my gosh it's the best job ever
0: in my head it's like okay so you grew up this lover of the arts you were seeing mm-hmm. broadway shows yeah. you go to school for it you did stage tour, and then you finally get to make your broadway debut was it what you thought it would be
1: yes and no i went to NYU. i found out i had auditioned for the tour of Mamma mia in like fall semester of my senior year because cool. i had started freelancing with an agency and I got, I found out I got it. And then it was just this whirlwind of events where I found out I could graduate a semester early with credits from high school. So I I graduated in December, left for the tour in January, 21. And that, that was so interesting, you know, being 21 and just jumping into leading a national tour. And so I think that for me was really learning that, yes, this is what I've always dreamed of. And it's a job. I had never done eight shows a week before. So I think that was a big learning curve of this is the reality of the schedule and life that you've always wanted, but it is hard and it's a job. So I think by the time I got to Broadway, I had really learned those lessons about what this looks like as a life and a job. So by the time I got to Broadway, it was fully like, this is a dream come true.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And Larkin, you, you had gotten together during that tour. Yes. So he was in your life again at that point, too. So you had a little bit of support then when you got to the city, I suppose. Well,
1: what's so funny is when I was on tour in Mamma Mia, he was on Broadway in Hair. And then I came to Broadway with Mamma Mia, and he did the tour of Hair. And of we course. had the same opening night. Like, my Broadway debut was his opening night on tour.
0: <laughs> That's just the way it goes, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you, like, moved into his apartment when he leaves. And... <laughs> yeah,
1: So funny. Yeah. So when we did finally have each other in the city together, it was like, oh, this is nice.
0: Oh, I love it. Yeah. Who was your Donna
1: on tour? Oh my gosh. Michelle Dawson, who is a fellow Vermonter. So wild. And we found out that we had studied with the same voice teacher, Bill Reed from Vermont. That was I mean, that was amazing. We we found out like the first week of rehearsals. We were both from Vermont and it was just like instant chemistry. I love her so much. Yeah, Yeah. we became fast friends and I love her so much.
0: And then who was your Donna on Broadway?
1: Oh, my God, the fabulous Lisa Brescia.
0: I knew you were going to say that. Really? <laughs> yeah, I love oh, her so much. <laughs> I
1: love her, too. She actually just came to see Back to the Future. And oh, I just love her so much. And and then I, I ended up taking her husband, Craig Carnelia's famous acting class in the yes. city. And, oh, my God, for several years and... Just loved that so much. Loved all the people in that class so much.
0: Oh, that's so cool. And then you know now you're back at the Winter Garden. Like that's just I so know. special. Yeah. Now you know that girl that you were when you made that Broadway debut. What is it like now being back walking the halls?
1: Oh, <laughs> it is really wild. My whole first week, I was just like I was flooded with this nostalgia, but also you know like what you said this this awareness of who I am now compared to who I was then, how much I've grown. Oh my gosh, it's it just feels really full circle and special because yeah, I was 23 when I made my Broadway debut and and yeah, I've learned a lot, I've yeah. I've grown up a lot, but it just feels it does feel like home in a way.
0: Is it the same dressing room?
1: I'm directly above.
0: Okay, cool. So you moved up in the yes, world. Yes,
1: yeah. Casey <laughs> is in my old dressing room, which is so fun because he's 21 and I love you know popping in and seeing what he's done with space it's gorge of course and i'm directly above him uh where sutton foster was for music man so that in and of itself is you know i'm geeking out there over that because of course i was obsessed with sutton foster all throughout my oh childhood. yeah
0: <laughs> i mean you mentioned little women right away, oh you know, God. Like yes things. i love that of the sutton credits that's the one you go for when you <laughs> right it's
1: like what what was you know what was happening on broadway when i was a kid i mean obviously millie but yeah, yeah. uh young frankenstein i mean i was obsessed Yes, oh, I yeah. still am. I mean, my gosh.
0: Drowsy Chaperone. Yeah. oh
1: my gosh. Yes, Beth Level.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, which, okay, wait, not to yes. switch from Back to the Future too much, but, and we'll, we'll come back to it in a second, but Beth Level, Devil Wears Prada, oh Shana. what can you say about the Devil Wears Prada musical? Oh. You know, a little, a fun little tease about it from your experience oh with it. Oh my
1: gosh, it was, that was last summer. I mean, it was a wild ride. I had been with it since the very, very beginning. I think the very first reading, which was in 2019. So, okay. I mean, what I'll say is it was really amazing to be, it was my first time being a part of something from the very beginning. So, it was such a fabulous experience to witness, you know, how a Broadway musical is developed and created. And obviously, it was so cool to be in a professional room with Shayna and see her you know flourish and thrive and you know work with Elton John and he's No big deal. He adores her so I was, you know, dying with friend pride over that. Um <laughs> we had a blast last summer in Chicago. Um it was so much fun. It was a totally different experience for me. You know, I was like dancing in stilettos and it was wild, but you know, so many cool moments to work with Beth Level. Was a dream. I'm a huge fan of hers and she just exceeded all expectations, hopes, dreams on every level.
0: Oh, I'm a, imagine. Has she ever been in Mamma Mia? I'm like all of yes, a sudden in my head. Yes, thinking, I thought so. She okay. was um, yeah.
1: right before me. And my my friend from NYU, Elise Allen Lewis, was Sophie, yes. and she was Donna. And then we came in as the next cast.
0: Elise Allen Lewis, wife to Eric. Eric,
1: yes. yes, who yes. and they were Sophie and Sky. That's how they That's met.
0: That's right. Okay. Yeah. okay, I know. I, know. I love all
1: these in-show right. romances. It's so I fun. It's so sweet.
0: And we got to get another another reunion for you and Larka to do something on stage together. Because right?
1: It's time it's been since college. Yes, right? it has. Okay. We did a we did like <laughs> Valentine's Day at Fifty Four Below. Yeah, this past winter, and we sang "Love Song" from Pippin, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I want to be oh on God, stage with you." Me too. Me too.
0: Did you get to see the revival of Pippin when it was? on I brown did.
1: Light? I loved mm-hmm. it so much. I love that yeah. show.
0: It's so good. It should Mama Mia and Pippin should always be running. I Anyways, agree. okay I agree. <laughs> back to Back to the Future. Yeah. So I think it was, you know, a thrilling moment when I saw your name on the, the cast list because she's coming back to Broadway. Yeah. What has this experience been like? You know, it's a huge smash over on the west end and now here we go with broadway
1: here we go here we are it's been oh man it's been a dream i got the audition when i was in devil wears prada we were closing the show and i did a rewatch of the film because it it had been years since i had seen it because i was gonna have to fly back early to audition for it so it was sort of this moment of like okay do i is this right is this a fit do i change my flights and as soon as i saw the film and and kind of re-fell in love with the role of Lorraine Baines. I was like, yes. <laughs> so well, that's I Leslie
0: Thompson, right? Yes. At yeah. That.
1: And I think I was in like five different times in the audition room over a few months. And then when I got the call, I mean, it felt so right. I love this role. I love John Rando. I'm a huge oh, fan yeah. of his. You're in town. I know. He did, he did. Are you kidding? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, I just it just felt really right. And I'm so thankful. It's it's a dream. I love the cast. I love uh, the company, the team, and the theater, obviously, and the role. I'm just, I'm having a blast. I really I'm am. I'm so
0: happy to hear that. Yeah. It looks like the most fun. And you get to sing... Such a fun song in the show, yeah. too. Is it called Something, something about Yeah,
1: something about that boy? That boy and yeah, yeah. uh and Pretty Baby on I love both the songs I get to sing so much. I, I really love them.
0: I haven't seen mm-hmm. the show yet, but they're 50s influenced, right? Yeah, like... so
1: it's we're in the 1980s and the 1950s. So both of those songs take place in the 1950s and feel very pretty baby is really fun. It feels like a, a 1950s song you might have heard on the radio, but something about that boy is like big musical theater act one finale. I just, I love it. I love it.
0: Oh, so fun. I heard the car is incredible.
1: Okay, the car is spectacular. You know, actually to tie it back, speaking of Beauty and the Beast, I really, I just think that our car moment is such Broadway magic. It reminds me of when I saw Beauty and the Beast and the Beast does that epic Broadway magic Uh transformation. (laughs) And I was like, that's it. Like, that's the moment. That's the car in our show. When you see what it does, it's like, that's it. It's Broadway magic. It's of 2023. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's just... Ooh, it gives me like little goosebumps because it, it is. It's magic. And to see it live is is really incredible. Oh,
0: my God. Aww. I heard you have to see it to believe it. It's one of those special you do. films.
1: You really do. And now how many people
0: from the show were also in the West End
1: production? Oh, uh, We have two. So Roger Bart. And uh, yeah, hello, huge fan. Yeah, you, you dropped and that girl name earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm a huge fan. My mom and I have always been a big fan of his. So that was cool to you know be working with him and hugh Coles who plays george mcfly who i'm obsessed with my buddy my pal he's so brilliant in the show he created the role on the west end and they brought him here because he's so fabulous so we're really lucky to have both of them
0: that's awesome did you get to check it out over there at all or
1: no you know i i didn't i went to london actually before rehearsal started but I made the choice not to just because I wanted to go in fresh and have no idea and just get to kind of create it and be along for the ride and not have an idea of what the musical was just because we already have the film as a source as well. I wanted to just I also haven't gotten to do a show from the beginning yet. And I know this was created in the West End, but new to Broadway. So I was like, let me give myself the gift of not having any idea what this is.
0: That's so great. I know if I were you and I was cast in the role and I was in yeah. London going to see it, I know I'd be watching the production just thinking the whole time.
1: Me too. Thinking about how to yeah. do
0: it. Thinking about, you know, blah, 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 blah. Is the staging similar? Well, I guess I you haven't so, seen yeah. it. so Yeah.
1: From what I've heard. <laughs> yeah. From what I've heard, it's pretty similar. But we were given some freedom, which I really appreciated with John in the rehearsal room just to kind of see where things went. And then, if it worked better and it felt right, we kept it. If not, he was like, well, let's kind of, you know, ease it back towards what this is. So yes and no, I think. And some things are different for Broadway.
0: Ooh, fun, yeah. fun. Yeah. What moment in the show do you look forward to doing each night?
1: You know, it, I think about this a lot because it it changes all the time. For a while, like one number is my favorite and then it shifts. Right now, I just really love doing the act one finale, something about that boy. Mm-hmm. I love it. It it just, it brings me so much joy every night. I love to sing it. It's a fun moment on stage because I'm not on stage with the whole cast a lot. And it's a moment where I get to be on stage with our entire company. And the staging is so much fun. There's it's chaos. There's so much happening. And I just, yeah, I look forward to it every night. I saw, Aww.
0: I watched a video of the West End cast doing it at like a, like a West End Live or something.
1: Oh, yes. I don't
0: know if you're a Love Island person, but Amber, who was on Love Island, of course, played The oh Ring. Oh my gosh, know. <laughs> I know.
1: I've only seen the first season of Love Island and I was obsessed and mm. I need to dive in deeper. But I heard, yes. I heard and I I need to watch her season. I just think that's so wild and fun. It's
0: so funny. Yeah, She. I guess she's like quite the star over there in a couple of different yeah. shows. But oh my God,
1: of course.
0: Yeah, hearing hearing that song and like knowing your voice, like I I need to see it. I, I need to see you doing the show. And I mean, that's the obvious choice for the the macy's thanksgiving parade for anybody who's uh oh my gosh <laughs> team out there we'll listening maybe the Chonies, you know we'll, we'll, we'll get see. into it it's early in the season you know oh my goodness <laughs> i love for it sure. and, of, and of course what is it like working with casey i mean i know he did almost famous last year but this is yeah. you know his he's already booked a second show in one year so
1: <laughs> i know i know just rising i know he's so great I, I mean, I love working with him. It's so fun. You know, obviously he plays my son, but most of my show I spend pining after him, right. not knowing he's my son. So he's <laughs> in a weird way, my love interest and my son. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <Woo. laughs> well, he's so sweet. He's so much fun. We have a great rapport and friendship. And also I just, you know, I think about myself when I was his age and working at the Winter Garden. And That's so-, so yeah, we yeah, I love him very dearly. He's great.
0: That's so magical. Well, congrats on Back to the Future. I I've said it a few times, but I'm itching to see it. It's at the top of my list for when I return to the city, Yay. and I'm just hearing amazing things from Thank you know you. everyone who goes to see it. Yeah,
1: we're truly having a blast, and I think audiences are too. We've we've been blessed with an amazing uh, stage door crowd every night as well. Like the Back to the Future fans are really showing up. They're showing up in costume.
0: What are we calling them? You know, we mentioned the oh, fancy. is it the you Futurinos?
1: Know, we... Futurinos? Oh, that's Ooh, cute. Is that what cute. it is? I don't know, but that word just popped out of my brain.
0: <laughs> if not, we're naming them now. Okay, I mean... <laughs> great.
1: You heard it here first, or maybe Futurinos.
0: not. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're going to be like, um, we're yeah. actually the McFly yeah, or something. It's quite you know. possible.
1: I need to I need yeah. to check back. <laughs>
0: that's hilarious. Oh, my God. Uh, well, we're sadly wrapping up here, mm-hmm. but before we say goodbye, we do like to end on a dose of drama. Mm-hmm. It could be something on your mind you want to rant about rave about share mm-hmm. and I'll start because there's been only one thing on my mind for the last two weeks as I binge Peaky Blinders I am obsessed with this show but more specifically Killian Murphy I mm. wasn't scared to watch because of Oppenheimer in a, a film in which I didn't find him to be that attractive mm. however <laughs> in Peaky, Peaky Blinders that's my man oh my, that my is god my, oh my god he is so sexy and the accent oh my god it is so good I heard that Netflix doesn't actually pay their residuals at all. So that absolutely yeah. blows and they need to get quick to it. Yes. But if you want to go like buy Piggy Blinders or rent it from the library or something. <laughs> um, yeah, use your you library like, card. <laughs> use your library card to get it from there. But it's less so about the show, but more so about Killian Murphy in it. Ooh. He is gorgelina. So just look at pictures, actually. But anyway. Love it. Dylan, do you have a dose of drama? I do. I'm looking at my notes and I can't believe we didn't talk about Bright Star. And my dose of drama is Justice for Bright Star. In any other theater season, it would have done so much better if Hamilton had not been the juggernaut. And you played Margot, Liana. What was that experience like? Because that was with Carmen, right? She was-
1: On the tour? Yeah, she was on the tour. I joined the cast right as the current principal cast was leaving. So I didn't get to do it with her. However, I did get the gift of getting to watch her do it almost every night for two weeks while I was in rehearsals. Amazing. Which was that, I mean, worth it in and of itself. I loved the show so much. I agree with you. I think the score is so stunning. The staging is so stunning. It was a, a brief tour but i met one of my best friends henry gottfried on that tour audrey cardwell took over for carmen cusack she was oh absolutely incredible my friend mary page nance we all found each other on that tour we had such a great time loved the show would have done it for many like many many more months
0: yeah is Marco the one who sings ashville yes i mean and that staging uh, is I'm, oh immaculate oh my
1: gosh just absolutely breathtaking
0: Mm-hmm. Totally took my breath yeah. away, and then Loved. you spent some time in in North Carolina after that. So I did you, uh... it in South Carolina, yeah, but <laughs> oh, yes. South Carolina, oh, yeah. Yeah. that's
1: okay. <laughs> They're all the same. To me. I'm <laughs> exactly, sorry. Being um, from Ohio. It's, yeah, uh... yeah, yeah. I did go to Asheville. The yeah, there you go, there you go. The Carolinas at large, right? Mm. Was
0: Asheville what Margot dreamed of? Yeah. Like when you went, was it like, oh my god?
1: Um, so Asheville was where her love was moving, right? That's right. So, That's right.
0: When you get to, yeah, Asheville, leave it, leaving yeah, kind of small like,
1: town. So she, you know, I don't know that she was such a big fan of Asheville, but oh, I, Leanna, I'm a yeah. big fan of Asheville. It's such a nice, fun, quirky little town. <laughs> Wait, I, That's right. I had to ask
0: you just really quickly. So when you were on either Mamma Mia or uh, Wicked, or Wicked yeah. which Wicked. we didn't even talk about, did you come mm-hmm. through Columbus at all?
1: I did. Yes. I came to Columbus with Mama Mia. I remember it. Well, yeah, yes. It's a beautiful, beautiful city. Yeah, I, I remember it. Well, we did a lot of time in, in Ohio, actually on the Mama Mia tour. We did. Oh my gosh, Columbus, Toledo, Cincinnati, um, maybe, Probably Cleveland yeah. at some point. Yes, we did Cleveland as well. We're from well. Cleveland. So maybe we oh saw you God. there. Yeah,
0: because every time I came to Cleveland, some relative would always be like, You guys need to see Mama mia And we'd be like, Of course we do. you know Oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> yes, loved it. We were in um Columbus in the summer, I believe. And I just remember the grass was beautiful. It was a mm-hmm. fun city. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's a great festival city in the summer. There's lots of fun stuff on the weekends yeah. and stuff like that.
1: Ah, Thank love. you
0: for indulging me. Oh, in my love, Columbus it. moment.
1: Of course.
0: <laughs> Leanna do you have a dose of drama
1: yeah okay let's see so of course let me see I'm going to talk about reality television so uh, do I hate to admit I do hate to admit that I am a huge sucker for the bachelor franchise at large and wow it it's giving us a bunch of gifts this year so I'm I do it's like my trash TV is the bachelor bachelorette bachelor in paradise etc true heterosexual nightmare it's so fun. Um, and, uh, <laughs> so fun. What I love is to watch, and then I immediately follow up with my favorite Bachelor podcast. Love to see it by two very smart, funny, witty feminists, and uh, Emma and Claire are their names
0: are they bachelor nation like no alumni they, okay
1: no they're writers they used to work for huff post and journalists and they're so smart and i love the like highbrow lowbrow combo of watching the bachelor and then getting their like funny smart feminist commentary takedown of you know breakdown of uh-huh. everything that happens and then i have my like group chat which shana is a part of of smart <laughs> you know women in the industry and we give our like takes on all the trash that happens on that show <laughs> <laughs> and the love you know so i was obsessed with this season that we just had charity lawson she yes. was one of our right. oh my She's god beautiful beautiful, and truly one of the best bachelorettes in my opinion and i do think maybe just maybe it was love like we found love on the bachelorette once again her and <sighs> I'm hopeful. Yeah, he's gorgeous too. They're both gorgeous. It did feel like a true love story, which is what all we want. It's truly all we want from that franchise. And And will you
0: watch? Are you pleased with who they cast as The Bachelor?
1: Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Joey from her season. Okay. Um, he's dreamy, I think he's a lovely guy. I'm definitely gonna watch, but let me tell you what I'm even more excited for. Have you heard they're doing The Golden Bachelor? Oh. Yes, <laughs> I
0: have heard now. I was a Bachelor Nation girlina oh, for 10 years, and then I kind of just grew tired of it, so I decided to move oh, on. Of course, but The Golden Batch might be drawing me back in because it looks so good i
1: mean so good like give me that give me a cast of like women over 65 give me this sweet older man who seems like such a gem i don't know how they find this found this man i am so excited for golden bachelor i cannot wait to see it's this fall right
0: (laughs) yeah it's been kicking around for years so i'm excited truly how
1: many times have we seen you know whilst watching the bachelor you know please sign up for a golden bachelor for years Uh they just dangling dangling and um who is hosting it i think it's jesse palmer okay. i think it's the same okay. same host who they have as they have right now
0: i'm still of the harrison era oh, so i need no, to no, like no, get, yeah. get, get get smart to this he, he, blew yeah, it, he blew it yeah he blew it you we're know? out he we're never yeah. never
1: thrilled me to begin with so bye-bye chris harrison and agree now I, I liked when they had
0: tasha yes and caitlin
1: Katelyn. oh mm-hmm. i loved i loved the, the, that combination um but i don't hate jesse palmer I think okay, what Jesse Palmer gives me is like a little bit more of like a wink wink. I'm in on the joke, which I appreciate okay. mm. Chris Harrison was, you know, the tone wasn't it che- for me The nothing.
0: She's none of it was it yeah. for me.
1: The Yeah. So um agree. Jesse Palmer's giving me a, something that I enjoy, though. I appreciate him. Oh, I, love Wait, that. I, I
0: really quickly. I want to go around the circle yeah. because you mentioned that you think charity is one of the yeah. best bachelorettes ever. Who is your favorite bachelorette of all time? And Connor, you can also think. of <sighs> Okay. That well. Allie Fetitowski holds a special place in my heart. I loved Allie and I did love her with both Roberto and Chris, her final two. Mm -hmm. You can tell this is like in my brain forever and ever. (laughs) Yeah. But Caitlin's season was so iconic and I love Caitlin Bristow. So
1: Mine is Caitlin Bristow as well. I I mean, just icon. I love her. I love her. I was so happy they they went with her. She's my favorite bachelorette. Although Hannah Brown was an unexpected treat. Some real- gems that came out of that season but for me it's caitlin forever yeah
0: and yes. T- tyler cameron is the gift that keeps Ooh! on giving <laughs> the gift
1: <laughs> that keeps on giving
0: i will welcome
1: him onto my screen anytime yeah oh yes <laughs> anytime
0: he posts a fitness video someone in our friend group sends it any show an any dance. show yeah. he
1: wants to hop into it's okay yeah
0: i really remember during rachel Lindsay's being blown away oh by my heart. gosh
1: of course um,
0: i don't remember how it ended or if i liked the- i mean she's still with so Ryan. Yes, Ryan. You Yeah, know, so I guess it all went well, but I will say I was a Claire Crawley uh, quiet oh, fan wow. before wow. she ultimately took the moniker <laughs> of Lianora on. Oh wow! Oh, and wow. I think she's I cuckoo bananas. In fact, I Connor know. is blocked by her on Instagram. <gasps> but I am, but all I did. was Okay, talk about drama. Before, so I know we're totally in like Bachelor Nation talk now, but oh, I God. have told this story before years ago on the pod, but it was before you could like DM things to. people people and meme culture was big and my friend mary and i were like obsessed with the idea that we were like michelle money and claire crawley like that was like our friendship was like um. and so all we would do was like tag each other in in their posts and be like omg this is so us
1: okay and claire Mm -hmm. blocked me oh okay i think that's
0: she i don't know she like thought i was being rude or whatever but we were just being, right. like fun like we were like oh my god we're claire and michelle but here's
1: what i'll say i think the the internet wasn't kind to claire after her season mm-hmm. and and i blame producers for that so maybe she was a little sensitive and
0: yeah totally but
1: her season was was wild yeah yes. And the pandemic and the ooh, yeah.
0: oh right but oh she oh, left
1: with yes. what's his name and she found her love dale, dale. dale. Mm-hmm. and i think she's uh engaged now or married or pregnant okay, okay. Things it's a, are going well for Claire one now. One of
0: those, yeah. <laughs> one of those. I saw Dale in real life recently <gasps> on the streets of New York. No, he's a, he's a sight to behold. I have to be honest.
1: I mean, the eyes, the height. The, yeah, the, I mean, he's he's gorgeous.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get he it. I mean, I get it, yeah. <laughs> Listen, we need to have you on a separate episode to talk all about I know, I know, I know. Point. This has been so much fun, Leanna. You are such a doll and oh. so incredibly talented. Thank you for giving us your time today. We cannot wait to see Back to the Future, hopefully this fall.
1: Yes, oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I would stay on all day and chat reality TV. <laughs> oh my God. Um, do let me know when you come we and will. I I look forward to seeing you then. Thank Aww. you. And of
0: course, everyone should follow you on Twitter and Instagram at Leanna Marie Hunt. Yes. And follow us at The Drama podcast, Connor at Connor McDowell, me at Dylan McDowell. And i have a great second half of your H Show week.
1: Thank and
0: you. Yes, thank you so much. And Connor, I will see you next time.
1: Drama. Drama.